now for the Wednesday Morning Coffee Club. Welcome to the Wednesday Morning Coffee Club with Bill and Jenny Sparks, Dave and Chris Riekerd, Tim Oni, and the crew. Bill will be taking your phone calls and you will hear lots of conversation. We will have cooking tips, demonstrations of products, and much, much more. And you may reach us by calling 1-646-558-8656. You will need the meeting ID 848-725-450. And when you're asked for a user ID, just press pound. You may download Zoom from the Play Store or the App Store. And now, Well, a very good morning. It's Wednesday, June the 2nd already. My goodness, we're really getting along here date-wise. Seem like we just got back and it's already been a week. So, my goodness, here we are. Well, we've got a full panel. We've had <laughs> computer issues already this morning. Somebody doesn't know how to use narrator. I, I, I'm guilty, I, but I, don't, I, hardly ever, I hardly ever use it, but I could see where it could be very handy. I guess I really I get that. Yeah, yeah, you should have been using that a long time ago. Well, let's get started around the panel. And since, Jeff, since you're already talking, um, what's going on with you besides your Oh, not computer? much. It's kind of quiet here, but I, the only thing I want to say is I'm going to have to contact Microsoft because what happens with my computer it boots up, it goes into Windows, and it says, welcome, welcome, welcome. And it takes about two or three minutes or four minutes to sign in, and I'm not sure why that is. And I'm going to give them a call after the coffee club to figure out, maybe I can figure out how to speed up that process. Yeah, I've, um, and we'll talk about this later, a big problem with mine, destroying JAWS every time I restart my computer. And that's a little hard to fix, but 
we'll we'll get to that. So otherwise, you're all right, Jeff. I'm doing very well. Going to be a, well, not too bad a day. I mean, we may have some rain today, but we're going to get it all tomorrow, and it's going to be oppressively hot over the weekend. Tim, I want you to accelerate that weather from Minnesota up towards New York State, please. Sir. You can have it. <laughs> Thanks, Tim. All right, folks that raise your hand, no, you're not going to get answered until the panel is done. So, as long as you understand that, um, okay. Um, let's go to Tamani. Oh, I just muted my mic, figuring oh. you were going to be a little while, but that's fine. Good morning, everyone. Um, we are uh, supposed to be in the mid-90s starting tomorrow and going through at least next Monday. So, uh, hot weather. <laughs> but uh, every, things are going pretty pretty good here. Um making Sammy's breakfast right now if you hear the microwave and all that and uh, got all ready for uh, oh uh, I did a survey of uh, my listeners and they wanted to know or I wanted to know if they wanted me to add some countdowns because I've always done 1958 to 1979 and my responses were that, yes, they wanted me to, and I had some saying I should go back a few years, and some saying I should go ahead a few years, so I'm going to do both. I'm going to have countdowns now from 1955 to 1985. Well, there you go. You span all the music. Yep. That's pretty good. So, anyway, otherwise, everything's doing pretty good. Still have a very sore arm, but that's not, I don't know <laughs> what's causing that. Maybe arthritis. Yeah, I'm thinking it might be. Because yeah. I thought I pulled mine and mine still hurts off and on several months later. Yeah. All right, Jennifer, we'll go with you since you're talking. What's going on with you? Oh, well, we're, I hit the floor running this morning. We sort of... Uh, Overslept. Usually, we on the days we get to sleep, we can't stay asleep past six or seven. And on the days we're not supposed to sleep, we sleep till eight o'clock. Well, fortunately, other than that, <laughs> things are going good. There was a crew of folks, so we were able to to muddle through and get it get it started. So, otherwise, you're doing all right. Anything coming yep. up for you? Got anything? Playing special? I guess I'm going to learn to roar like a lion tonight. Oh, there you go. You join the Lions Club. So that's good. So that'll give you something else to do. <laughs> All right. We'll get to. Uh, I just got him. We'll, we'll get to Michael in, in, in just a second here. Let's go to Dave and Chris. Well, we're doing well here. It's uh, 63 Three. degrees here in Altoona. And we are, let's see, we, we're getting that 90-degree weather this weekend. I saw a real feel of 100 one day. And oh, we yeah. are having pork chops today, so that'll be good. And we had Hungry Howie's Pizza yesterday, which I... 
opened the lid of the pizza on top and it overbalanced and we had two pizzas in the floor. It was a real big mess. Yes, it would be. And so... Somebody's Nate, had extra sauce on it, so it was an extra saucy mess. I wonder who that could have been. Oh. <laughs> what about yours? It's the floor cleaned had up. extra sauce. Yeah, yeah, the floor had extra sauce. It's it's cleaned up, and it was eaten anyway, and I put it back together as best I could, and um, we went on with it. And Flash doesn't try to get into stuff like that, doesn't even get curious. No, he was sleeping wherever he was. He was sleeping. Well, that was probably a good thing. It was a very good thing. Now, Jenny, my other cat, if she saw a mess, she would sit there and look at it and then walk the other way. Like, I don't even want to get involved in that. Not getting my paws dirty. No. Well, our this... cats would have looked for the our Siamese cats would have looked for the meat in it. Probably found a way to get the meat oh, out. It was full of meat and cheese. That's for sure. There's no doubt about that. Hungry Hallies, we had those in uh, Florida, but I haven't seen it here. We don't have any up here, but when I was in Florida, in St. Petersburg, or Tampa, St. Petersburg area, there was a few of them. Yeah. Well, let's see here. Let's go to, we've done everybody else except for myself and uh, uh, Mike. Mike, are you ready to talk? Oh, yes. Hello, everyone. I am remote right now. I'm in uh, Bardstown, Kentucky. And uh, just got out like many people did over the holiday weekend and traveled. And um, so enjoying getting back, meeting with people. Got a big old sunburn on the top of my head. We were outside about eight hours on Monday. And just uh, enjoying rural life here for a little bit. I went over uh, to another brother of the gentleman I'm staying with who actually totally blind and yet uh, raising and, and selling sheep. And it was kind of interesting to see how that process works and how they actually kind of have a human sound to their voices. They kind of sound like teenagers. It's a very weird, I don't know, that's strange the things that you notice or, or pay attention to. But uh, so, yeah, we're just uh, getting out back to normal. And I know, you know, baseball stuff getting back to normal. The Reds going to play today, weather permitting. There's a lot of rain around here, so I don't know how well that'll go. But so, yeah, just uh, getting back in the mix and hanging out with uh, friends and uh, traveling again. Although I did notice when I got on the bus that the first four rows were roped off. So I don't know if that's common on public transportation. I'm not sure. It probably varies depending on who you're traveling with. Um, different. I, I know they did that with paratransit. I think some of them even had people load from the back of the bus. Oh, but, not, uh, not in Florida. You can get on anywhere, any place. Same thing here in Albany. You get, you the, get they on. Want a, they want you to socially distance, but you can't socially distance on a packed bus. Yeah, but do they actually reserve the first four no. rows? These were actually roped off. No, no not here in Albany. No. Here, they reserve the first row. I don't know if they're still doing that because we haven't ridden in a while, but they were reserving the first row and trying yep. to put a row between people. Right. And I wasn't sure if this was just the, the company or the driver. I had a very weird driver the other day. He, <laughs> I don't even know how, but I want to go into the details of that, but I was traveling with another very low vision gentleman. And he was kind of like, well, if your phones, you know, make noise or anything, you know, I'll put you off at the side of the road. This is before we even got on the bus. And then when we got on the bus, he, he said to another gentleman, hey, could you just keep an eye out for these two gentlemen if they need any, any help with anything, you know, find a restroom or anything. And then he asked the other gentleman if he could turn around and pray for him. And uh, so it was just kind of a weird 
Well, we were it's just real little... hard to find a restroom on a bus. I mean, come on, you just go. You, just go, you walk yeah. back to the back of the bus. Well, no, I know, but it was just—it was a very weird interaction with the driver. I never quite had anything done like that before. I actually, board. He was like, uh, "You can't take that on board. That's actual luggage, and I'm not supposed to put it underneath for you, but I will." You know, it was just a very weird endeavor. That's strange. Yeah. Well, that's all I got here, just having a good time out traveling and getting back to normal. And so when are you going to back to Evansville, Mike? I'm sorry, Bill? When are you going back to Evansville? Uh, tomorrow. Tomorrow? There you go. Got to spend... Chris, what brought you to Bardstown? It's a bourbon capital. What did you come and see here? Uh, no, the old Kentucky uh, actually, home here what happened was we've spent the night there a few times on the way to my grandparents, and a couple times um, my dad got lost, and we ended up in Bardstown. It's got a lot yeah. of traffic for 13,000 people. Uh, there's a lot of tourists. They have a tourism bus company just down the street, and... Uh, of course, we got 11 acres, and he's got like five cows. They raise them. Like, they get them when they're like three months old and up to about eight or nine months. They we were for trying maybe. for Elizabethtown. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you were a little off course. Yeah. Mike, I, I have to tell you about an experience I had. You were talking about the bus driver doing that kind of stuff. I, uh, I got on the bus one day and was going to Duluth, Minnesota, and the uh, driver was one of those that made that kind of an announcement about not, no noise and no people talking on their phones and stuff like that. Well, I thought I was going to read with Newsline on the phone, and so I I, uh, I brought it up and was reading, and all at once the driver was yelling, he stopped the bus because it was a town that we were going to get, and he came back to me and said, hey, you, that's way too loud. And so I turned it down, not figuring that he could have heard it at all anyway, but I did turn it down a little bit. And uh, then he stopped the bus again a little while later and said the same thing. And I said, hmm, that's interesting because I don't even have it on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they hear someone else's and they decide who it is. I mean, someone was playing music on headphones. But when we got on, I told Danny, I said, just head toward the back of the bus. So I, was, I don't want to deal with this, you know. It's, it's. Danny wanted to kind of challenge him a little bit. And I'm kind of like, I'm looking at him like a cop, right? I'm just going to roll with it. If I have an issue, I'm going to call the actual travel company, right, the bus company. And because it, it wasn't Greyhound, it was a company called Miller Transportation and deal with it that way rather than try to go one-on-one -on -one with this guy and, you know, I don't know what is, and I understand some of those drivers. They have difficult people because I've been on buses where people talk very loudly and have their speaker phones on, and you know, and they're dropping f bombs and things. So I, I get that, but it's just the way he did it before we even got on the bus. And so this is just another learning experience. Very, very good. Well, I've been having a problem the past week since I got home with my computer. I made a few updates, and all of a sudden. Every time I restart my computer, I lose my JAWS icon. JAWS 2020 would remain on the page, but not JAWS 2021. Oh. It's gone. So um, I've reinstalled, redone, same thing. It just keeps going away whenever I reboot the computer. And I want to, so I said, well, I'll even shut the computer down and come back up fresh. Same thing. So I have to go in and repair JAWS just to make it 
work again. I've even removed jaws, and, and it comes comes back with the same thing. So it's it's a mystery. I've never seen icons go away on the desktop. And when you look in the program folder, it still shows jaws, you know, 21, but it takes it away from the desktop. So it's a mystery um, I haven't solved yet. Um, for a while, I was having a problem with the scripts and JAWS, and I would have to hit a button before JAWS would come up. I'd have to hit a key because it just wouldn't come up. There was something in the scripts stopping it. So I unloaded the scripts, fixed all of those problems, but still we have disappearing JAWS from the desktop. So that uh, is a problem that I've not seen before. Can I ask Mike a question? Oh, go ahead. Go ahead, Jenna. Well, I wonder you know, if an oh, update got messed up. If a JAWS update got messed up or something. Well, don't know. Um, I unloaded it and uninstalled it. Of course, I probably didn't do as clean as uninstall as what you might that I well, because remember a long time ago when I was having I wasn't having that problem with it, but that time I had all that trouble with Jaws and it wouldn't read. They had me get that that other program and go in and uninstall everything. Yeah, it was a tool. Yeah, well, that may come to that. I was going to Jeff. You were going to ask Mike a question. Yeah, Mike, are you looking forward to Apple's uh, get Apple's presentation this coming Monday? Unless he stepped away, but. They're supposed to be unveiling new new stuff on Monday. I'd like to see what that is. That's why I thought. Okay, I got people. I'm sorry, I've got people doing an elliptical and they're playing their music and stuff. So I didn't know if I could. Um, yeah, I'm looking forward to see what they announce. You know, we'll just have to see what what they're offering us on June 7th, I believe, at noon. So we will monitor that and see what we have to report next Wednesday. Uh, I don't. I think it's mainly software this time. I don't think they're going to. Yeah, do... maybe they'll introduce iOS 15, and we'll learn a little bit more about what's going to be under the hood. There's a bug right now. I think it's introduced in 14.6. So I, I noticed here in Zoom, if you're moving around the screen, it makes a lot of like clicking and lowering the audio. And it did the same with my TV channels app. So I hadn't seen it before 14.6. So be mindful. That's some weird voiceover bug, I guess. Heard people say that, Dave, have you had trouble with your watch since the, with the last newest update? Because I know some people said that if they have to restart their watch, they lose voiceover. Yeah, I. Uh, well, mine mine is it was the the model three, and it won't even take updates anymore. No, it says no, thank you. Yeah. Okay, I guess. People say that. Um, yeah. That um, battery life is a lot less with. 14.6. Oh, great. I'm not happy about it. My battery doesn't work as well. I got to replace my battery, and I'm, I'm debating, Tim, on whether I should spend $60, $69 to replace the battery at the Apple store or buy a new phone. And I really don't want to buy a new phone. I just, I'm, I just, uh, I just don't really, I'm not in the mood to buy one. So we'll see what happens in that one. Because uh, it happened to me you- when I have an iPhone 8. So I guess we better get to some hands. We have five here. people raising hands here. I want to get to Beth. I know we're supposed to take them in order, but I want to get to Beth first because I'm sure she might want to talk to us about Gail or whatever. Beth, can you unmute yourself, please? Then we'll get to Joe and the rest of them. 
Okay, it looks like I'm unmuted now. You are unmuted. Go ahead. Um, my, my voice keeps echoing back. What's going on with that? Um, Don't worry about it, Beth. Just... Okay, it just confuses me because it makes it a little hard for me to... Just deal with it and go on, please. Okay, sorry about that. I... But I was, um, I you know, I've talked to Gail a couple times. She's at the Good Shepherd Nursing Home and doing the, getting the medical rehab. But her phone fades out so much, and then we never really get to finish a conversation. <laughs> and, and but you know, she sounded good the other day. I know that she definitely needs encouragement because she's not doing half of what she says she's doing. And I've talked with her PCA about that. And I guess that her PCA is going in for a conference with her and the physical therapist, occupational therapist, whatever have you today. And then there's going to be a family conference with her and, them and the therapist tomorrow. So I pray that things are going to go okay with her because I want to see her get back to, with all of us. She, she always does have so much fun when she can get back into the coffee club. Oh, yes. Definitely, definitely. We definitely miss her on the shows. And so yesterday I was playing the, some of the best of Gail's requests. Oh, sweet. She'd be happy to hear that. So, yeah, I, I don't know. But um, we'll... Anything else going on with you, Beth? Well, we're talking about... You know, I was hoping we'd be talking about the recipes. Again, the recipe cookbook club. But right now, I think the activities director is wanting to put that on hold for until August. She was she mentioned that last week. So I'm not real sure what's going to go on with that. But in a couple more weeks, we should be having the universal yums again. And then I'll find out at that time what, com- what country we're going to go with. Because I that really interests me now. It just really perks me up. <laughs> and I, I know in the mornings on Wednesdays, we have a drum class. And I don't know if I've mentioned that before, but man, does that ever go well? We, we, we have regular, we have the, the drumstick, but we have the, that we actually have waste baskets that we have turned upside down, the big plastic waste baskets. <laughs> and we, we do the, the drum rolls and all the other stuff. It's a lot of fun. Well, that's good. So thank you, Beth, and keep us informed. I sure will. And we'll work on that echo problem. I think it's a Zoom issue, but I'm not sure, so we'll see. Um, Who wants to go next, Jeff? Okay, next is Joe out in Albuquerque, New Mexico. Good morning, Mr. Sorensen. There you go. Okay, good morning. Here we are, unmuted. Okay. Uh, we have 55 degrees here in Albuquerque, New Mexico. We're expecting cloudy skies, 82. And Friday, June 4th, is anniversary for Ellen and I being married for five years. So, Hey, for, that's a milestone, and that's good. Are you going to do anything special yeah. for your anniversary, Joe? Oh, we're going to be going out to our one of our favorite spots, the, the Village Inn. Oh, I thought you were going to take her to McDonald's for a big man. <laughs> 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 you can't do that anymore because now that now that the now that the uh, uh, that that might not give her a happy anniversary. That might <laughs> that might make her. Uh... Hey, as long as I can get a nice burrito out breakfast burrito out of it. <laughs> and, IHOP hasn't opened yet. We 
all those lovely pancakes and everything. So maybe, maybe somewhere in those months of June it could happen. Yeah. So can you guys go out without your masks now since you're vaccinated? And- oh, yes. yeah, we have. We've, we've gone to our, our church service. I have go I have gone into Walmart without the mask and um, stuff like that. You know, so but we still have to wear the masks on uh, Sunvan, which is our paratransit. But that's okay. I don't mind. It's strange, but I don't mind the transition back and forth. All I do is I just check. Sometimes, if I'm not sure, I'll just check the mask policy and then go from there. But it, it, it does feel so great to take the mask off going in the church. Oh, man. Oh, oh. Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, thanks, guys. And congratulations and good luck in two days. Let's see. Uh, who's next, Jeff? Al, out, out, in Ohio, out in Palma Heights, Ohio. Can you unmute yourself, please? And then after Al, will be Fran Avila. Go ahead, good. Al. Good morning, everyone. Hope everyone's doing well on this Wednesday. And it's uh, 63 degrees here in Palma Heights, just like in Pennsylvania, it's 63. But uh, anyway, uh, our uh, mask mandate has been lifted at midnight uh, last night or early this morning. So everybody uh, can go to the Indians game now during today. It's full capacity. And uh, next week's going to be in the 90s also. So, Tim, thanks for the warm weather. Three days later than you guys are getting it. And the uh, third thing, uh, Tim was talking about countdowns. In case anybody doesn't know it, uh, you can hear uh, Casey Kasem's uh, classic Marin Top 40 on iHeartRadio. And I listen to that on occasion. There's songs from the 80s that I haven't heard since they were out. So that's another option for one of your countdown shows. Where do you find to listen to it at? At, uh, at, at your Lady A Classic American Top 40 from iHeartRadio. Oh, okay. There you go. That's where you got to your device. You know, Classic American, Casey Kasem's Classic American Top 40 from iHeartRadio. Oh, there you go. Hours a day, yeah. It's feature different countdowns every three or four hours, you know. Yeah. A lot of so the, the, the iHeart stations run a countdown on on the weekend, Saturday, right. on the weekends, in the morning. Right, actually. yeah. From a premier radio network, they run them. And also yeah. for Jerry, uh, if he's listening, uh, he was talking about the uh, getting the hockey game. I can't get them either. Uh, I asked for uh, Sportsnet Canada. I asked for uh, TSN. TSN, I think it's called. They're carrying American uh, sports the program from CBS and ESPN. What's with that at night? I, I thought no Canadian broadcasters uh, have drone uh, networks. They do, but unfortunately, maybe the, maybe the rights are not around. Maybe Tuna doesn't have access to the rights to those games. Right. In case Jerry's li- anyway, yeah. I got another call coming through. So okay. After call, everybody have a good one. Okay, Thank you, Al. All right, Frank, can you unmute yourself? And then Bill will be next. Here I am. Okay. <laughs> Had to push the button a couple of times. Anyway. Um, we're doing all right here. My big excitement is that I got one of the Wow Bacons. Oh, so, you got a Wow um, Bacon. Although mine says it's a Wow Bacon bacon and egg cooker. So I Yeah, don't the one know. we have is just bacon. Yeah. Huh. Hmm. Yeah, because I, I, wonder, I was wondering if I had the same one because, um, you know, it's a bacon and egg, but I can't figure out how in the world you'd make eggs in it. But... Uh, I don't know. Maybe we'll check that out and let you know. New and improved. New and improved? (laughs) (laughs) New and improved, yeah. Have you tried cooking bacon in it yet? 
No, I haven't yet. I haven't yet, but I'm probably going to do that after the coffee club is over and we're going to have breakfast. I'll probably make some bacon. I'm trying you to just, figure out, does, do you fold it over the, the little Yeah, yeah you hang it, it over the slats, the vertical slats. You just hang one piece over each slat. Oh, okay. So. Yeah, because it doesn't look like it's quite. It doesn't look like it's quite as long, you know, long enough, or so it kind of folds over. I'm assuming. And how yeah, many... it's going to be folded in half. Half of it will go on one side of the slat, and half of it on the other. And how okay. many pieces hey, can you easy. get on there, Chris? Ours, we can get six on. Yeah, that's what mine is. There's six slots, so yeah, yeah. So just fold have... it over those dividers, just. You know, put the middle over the top of the divider and let half hang down each side. And then there's okay. a, a lid for it, too, isn't there, Chris? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and I think we microwaved ours for, if I recall correctly, it was five minutes. Yeah, that's about what I do. I don't like my bacon real, real, real crisp. We don't, neither of us do. So um, I usually take the number of, like, if I'm, t- if I'm making six pieces of bacon, I cook it for five minutes. And, you know, that's just the way we do it because we don't like it real, real what I call burnt. <laughs> so, anyway, other than that, nothing really. Oh, another thing I was going to mention is I'm having a difficulty with Siri. It doesn't happen all the time, but what has happening is if I go to send a message to somebody with Siri, it will only take a couple of words. Like, let's say I'm saying, um, Hi, Bill, could you give me a call? All it would say would be something like, Hi, Bill. And then it would give that little ding and uh, not record the rest of it. So I don't know what's going on with that. I don't know that since I did the last update. Uh, 14, what was it? 14.6? 14.6. Yeah. So has anybody else had that issue? I haven't. I, and I always send text messages with my voice, and I have not had that particular issue. What yeah, I don't use started those. doing is going in and choosing my compose and the person, and then I've just been using the dictate. That seems to work a lot better. But the problem I have had is I'll say, play a certain song by a certain artist or whatever, and she will pick out something totally off the wall, not even oh, yeah. related. Oh, yeah. That's been happening with that and with A-Lady, too. Lately, it seems like that... Uh... Yeah, I was just wondering if anybody else was having a difficulty with that because it's, um, I use it for a lot of things because I don't like to try to type on the keyboard. So I've got a Bluetooth keyboard, but um, I'm not really good with a on-screen keyboard. So, um, but I'll try the dictation thing. But I was just wondering if anybody else had had the problem with uh, with Siri that I had had. I haven't had that problem yet. I've had the problem where where she'll tell you before you send a message that you have to unlock your phone. And oh, you, yeah. yeah. And if you My wait a few minutes, then she'll do it without unlocking the phone. Oh, <laughs> okay. You never know what it's going to do. You never know what she's going to do. Yeah, she's an unpredictable woman. I think she's the weakest link of of the iPhone. I do too, unfortunately, because, uh, you know, as I say, I, I use it a lot. And, um, you know, I have used the dictation, but I'm lazy. So, you know, just pick up the phone, push the home button, and say something and, you know, send it. So, yeah. Anyway, I guess that's all I have right now. So I will be listening and all talk right. to everybody well, later. Well, okay. Take care. All right. All right. Chicago. His name is Bill. Go ahead, Bill. Yeah, good morning, everybody. Uh, it's about 63 degrees here. We're going to get the 90s. Last Friday, 
we last Friday after I talked to you Wednesday, we got to Ohio, 40 degrees with 15-foot waves on the lake with 50-mile-an-hour winds coming off the lake. I had to turn the heat back on. I mean, it got down to 41 degrees in the house. So anyways, he was talking about computers a while ago. I noticed I got Microsoft on my desktop, and about a week ago, I turned it on, and it come up with a whole different program at the beginning. It was still Microsoft, and I couldn't figure out what in the world happened. It said, go in if you want to click on something to locate your equipment, and blah, 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 if it's lost, and if you blah, 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 all bunch of whole, whole long progress. But I found out that now, to go to the desktop, it used to be you'd hit the window key M, and you hit your desktop, and you go down through all your icons on the desktop. Well, it doesn't do that now. you got to hit the, the window key on mine, and then you tab over to start, and the first one is like uh, something about bills, something about this, and goes on down to power if you scroll down it. But then you click over one more tab, and it said frequently used apps which does have Microsoft Edge, Mail, whatever you use. And it doesn't have the JAWS on there, but JAWS works. It doesn't have the JAWS as a as the most used app. So that's the way I got to get into it now, and it worked perfect. I, I just click over Start twice and then go down to Microsoft Edge or whatever I want to use. Internet's still on there. They're going to take it off. But I noticed that's happened. But I haven't lost my JAWS like you said you did, Bill, with JAWS. When you open yours, I haven't lost JAWS with mine, and I got 2021 on mine. But... It's weird. I don't know what happened. And I, I was going to call Microsoft, and I said, ah, it's working. I can get what I want, so I didn't bother with it. So I don't know what the, what they did or what they updated. And also, another quick thing, uh, I don't know if any of you people have ring systems on your house, which I do. You know, ring is now going to start, I think it's after June 8th, and what they call sidewalk share. Anybody can get into your Wi-Fi and use your Wi-Fi if they're near you. You can go in it's not only Ring, Bill, it's all the Amazon devices. So. Okay, well, is it, okay, well I, I know they just, I know Ring, they mentioned Ring, but then I guess you can opt out of it, opt out of sidewalk share or whatever they call it, you which can. I think is kind of bad because... A minute. Anybody can use your anybody can use Well, they're not, they're not using your device, Bill. What what they're doing is using some of your bandwidth. And that's what, what I mean. Amazon is saying is that, like, let's say I live near Chris and Dave, and I'll, and, and some, there's a problem with my Internet connection. Because I have a little bit of their bandwidth, I'll still be able to use my Amazon device. However, I've also opted out of that. Yeah, that's what I'm going to opt out of mine, too, because I, you know, I don't need people using mine because... <laughs> Somebody sit in the alley and use mine, or the person next door use it. So, but that's just a, a new thing. But and also, Bill, did you get your sewer fixed? Uh, oh, basically, talk about it. Basically, for now. For now. Did they? Okay. Did you ask them about the insert? Because they they advertised them here in Chicago. Well, it's, it's an outfit here called Plumbers Nine One One. It's a, a big plumbing outfit. But they said. Avoid that big expense. Have us put the new silicon insert in your sewer, and it will last forever. I don't know how that would fix the problem, though. Well, I don't know. I thought maybe you had roots or something in your in your sewer where it broke down. That's why they said no. if your sewer is broke or broken or not working properly to the street, they 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 clean it out and they insert this thing through there, and it's it's like it's like a a plastic, you know, like I say, it's like a big plastic bag or. They say silicone or whatever it is, but then they, then it just makes a whole new pipe for you. Our problem is they claim that there is a broken pipe under the sidewalk right. that may be causing the problem. And 
that this has happened to other people in our area. It looks like somebody's done some digging and broke the pipe because they're plastic pipes or something. And they've broken a pipe and is causing the problem. Now, the guy that came out for the third time or the other company has it working now, and it's working just fine. I suspect that pipe has probably been broken for some time. I'm not sure it's necessarily that, but um, so... I don't know. They, they before I dig the site. Before I went to expense of digging the sidewalk, I'd ask them about the the uh, insert that can slip through there. Well, it wasn't roots, and it, it's just so I didn't, I didn't know what you had. It had a tree in front, and a lot of times roots is what does what does it roots do a lot of it. Because we had one at the other house that got roots in it. Right, right, right. In the pipe itself, and they had to go and get them out, and then we started we put stuff down the drains to keep the roots from growing back in it. But yeah, you put red X or whatever stuff is down the drain. But this is a problem with the sidewalk, and it gets a little tricky because I've never understood this. We can't do anything else outside. We can't do anything out front. And the condo says, well, it's not our problem. Well, we're not allowed. They've been arguing with the city for a few years now over the water mains and stuff out here because they say it's not their problem, and the city says it's not theirs. That it's well, the condos. I think they even sued him over it or went, had some kind of arbitration with him over some of the water mains because we had a problem a few years ago in the winter with water mains breaking out here and leaking water into the street. Oh, they're not, they're not put below the cross line on the water line then. Cause they, they shouldn't freeze because they break the water line in the wintertime, they've got to freeze. Well, I think they're old water lines anyway because these were built. Yeah, but I mean, they still should have been below the cross line when they put them in originally. Somebody just didn't put them <laughs> down deep enough. For, but the sewer, now, according to, well, I'm going by Chicago now. According to Chicago, it's your responsibility for the sewer from your house to the street. To, if that breaks down, it's your responsibility to, right. to fix that. So oh. it, your condo association, they should... They don't want to spend the money, probably, or, or you guys or the association doesn't want to put the expense of repairing all of them, probably, and redoing them, because it's not a cheap process, which you know, because you got to bust up the sidewalk and dig everything up and all that stuff. So, but I mean, that's, I just I just thought about that because I heard him because remember I mentioned to you a couple weeks ago or so about the insert, and then I heard this plumber nine one one the other day on the radio said avoid some of the expense, just have us insert the that liner. So. So I, I don't know, but we, we don't now they've got this thing where they want us to go to a meeting because and this is the craziest one place here I've ever been. They want to start this thing now where they limit they limit who you can sell your condo to because no, oh, they're not limiting who you can sell your condo to. They just don't want they don't want to. They want to try to keep the community mostly so that people who own it live here. They don't want to get a bunch of investors that just oh, want to yeah, make money and get a bunch of renters. And I don't think you're going to have a hard time stopping people from selling wherever they can get the most money for their condo. Right. I, I don't right. know. And condos that went way up in price too. All all real estate is going up in price. Right, right. But I I think yeah. you're going to have a problem doing that. But we shall see. Because right now I know I have a friend 
that lives, well, she passed away. She lived in Austin, Indiana, which is north of Bluffton, South Fort Wayne. And she died, oh, maybe a month, a month and a half ago. But she died. Her obituary was in the paper. Did you know the day before her funeral and that her family was in the house kind of sorting stuff out, her two kids? You know, they had five people stopping by one to buy the place. It is a it is a it is a uh, a buyer's it is a seller's market and the real estate oh, prices yeah. are and this is but remember what always goes up goes down and this is a temporary situation because of the pandemic and the shortage and lump I mean there's a lot of things that factor into it but oh, yeah. um, get, is a big thing right now we just, get cold calls on both the houses all the time from real estate oh, companies those, wanting to know if we want to buy sell our house yeah because I got a house in Indianapolis and I got one here and I got property in in, uh, in New Mexico. And I get cold calls all the time wanting to buy. Do you want to sell that? Do you want to sell that? Do you want to sell that? So, oh, yeah, Jerry is still listening. I got a piece of property out in Berlin, New Mexico, Jerry, south of you. Uh, if, you want, if you want to move out there, I mean, there's nothing built on it right now, but yeah. for several years. But <laughs> well, there we go. I just happened to think of that when, when I said New Mexico, because Jerry lives in Albuquerque, and I've been to Albuquerque now, so. And, and anyway, that's that's pretty much what's going on here. I thought I'd mention that about the computer. I have the same problem. It come up altogether different because you can't do Windows. You can't do Windows M now. Good, your desktop won't come up. Try and, Windows M twice. Okay, uh, I'll do it twice. I'll try it twice and see. That's what we have to do. Okay, I'll try it twice. Well, sometimes I just have to tab over to it. Yeah, well, I, I was now. I just got the point. I just hit the Windows key, and and I just hit the tab key. It says start something and list a whole bunch of stuff and then hit the next one it says uh, tap app. you four times and it'll land you on the desktop yeah but it, uh, it was confusing when it first started I thought what in the world happened to my computer <laughs> yeah well I, I know what the problem you, Bill, find out, and I, messed with it. <laughs> I know what the problem is with your computer you've just got to go down and change it back to classic folders and you won't have that problem Yours is, oh, okay. is yours has okay. to be changed with a, a keystroke. Um, yeah, cause, I, cause my computer, my computer is homemade. My yeah, uh, well, son-in-law's nephew is an IT tech, and he made my computer. I got, I got, I forget, I forget how much memory he put on this dumb thing. I mean, it's it's a big desktop. It's so loaded. I think it's. I want to say it. I forget what the gigabytes are now for memory, but. Well, whether the computer is homemade or you oh, yeah, right. bought it in a cracker box, it's the same thing. It runs on Windows, and that's what governs your your issue. All right, we got to move on to our next caller, and thank you, Bill. Who's next, Jeff? Uh, we have Pam and we have Jerry. So, uh, Pam, go ahead, Pam Francis, and then Jerry, you'll be next. Hey, good morning, everybody. Wanted to say hello. I'm not sure what the temp is outside because I'm not anywhere near where I can get to an A lady. Um, I've been stuck in the hospital, but it's been well. It didn't start out this way, but it, it is now at least. Um, start. I'm doing a medicine change that my doctor has wanted me to do, but he wanted me to take care of it at home, and I wouldn't do it. So doing it within the confines of the hospital and I'm, I'm all full of wires but hopefully by the time it's all said and done and over with we'll have medication I can work with that won't make me sound like I'm a drunk girl on the radio 
<laughs> By the time it's all said and done, let's just let's just pray that it's all all good. Pam, it's about sixty there. Oh, <laughs> I know it's supposed to be in the eighties this weekend. That's that much I heard. But you guys have done an excellent job, and thank you for all you do, Bill. And thank you for your patience. Well, you just do the best you can and get your... When do you think you're going to get to go home? Doctor seems to think the soonest I can get out of here is Friday. Yeah. We'll see. That's, that's if everything stays perfect. Well, hopefully it will. And you just do what they tell you to do. How about that? I'll do my best. All right. And thank you, Pam. Okay, thank Jerry, you. can you unmute yourself? And you'll be next, Jerry. All right. Uh, it's uh, 62 degrees here in Indiana, Pennsylvania, and it's raining. Uh, we're having some rain showers. And I can help Al out as far as I think he was interested in hockey. Um, I'm kind of at an advantage because I have my Sirius XM radio. Uh, I have my Sirius XM account hooked up to Google. So I can tell Google what team I want to hear from SiriusXM. Or I know a couple of the flagship stations. For example, uh, if I tell it to play AM690 in Montreal, I'd be able to get the uh, Montreal feed tonight of the Montreal-Winnipeg game. Or I can tell it to play. um, uh, There's also, uh, like Washington was playing, I just told Google to play WFED. Uh, and it uh, and it and it went right there and played it for me. And uh, like the Boston Bruins, I just tell it to play the Sports Hub ninety eight point five, and it plays that. And uh, for the Islanders, um, feed if I want to hear that the Hofstra University station, which is um, WRHU, will play the game. So I hope that's uh, some help. That is a lot of help, Jerry. Okay. How's Judy uh, doing, Jerry? She's doing, well, I guess, Jeff, maybe you don't know, but they don't advise she come home. So we're both trying to find, we're going to try to find a place that we can, that that we can both relocate. And one place they were looking at was like 20 miles away or more. And we're trying to get something closer to home. But uh, I'm going to go see her today. And, um. uh, uh, you know, I'll keep you guys up to date. Just keep praying for us. And everything will work out all right. Yeah, so you don't have to be separated. Right. Or, and it's hard moving to a new house. Yeah, it is. You got to get used to everything and this, that, you know, and the other. I've got problems too with my hernia and all that stuff, and I may have cancer. Oh, no. I hope not. So, you know, we'll just have to see what happens. I had a CT scan this morning of my abdomen abdomen and pelvis. And on Friday, I have to do a um, oh barium swallow. Oh. So, there you go. Oh. No, thank you. Okay. All right, Jerry. And we're all caught up. We're all caught up? Yep, we're so, all caught up. I want to thank Connie for... Suggesting I do the most obvious thing and call Freedom Scientific, and she gave me the number to call. Um, that is one one option. Um, of course, go right to the source. 
but it's a, it's a it's a strange thing. With Bill's computer, you just got to go in, Jeff, and go to the folders and make um, and change that to classic folders instead of most frequently used folders, and that'll solve that problem. And he should go pretty much right back to to normal. I think Mike's already gone for the day. Uh, Mike, he's on vacation, having a great time. Yeah, he's down in Kentucky, doing, um, taking care of the sheep. <laughs> what are or you? drinking bourbon? Oh, oh, that was. I'd rather be doing the capital. second. I'd rather be doing the second one, Chris. <laughs> well, he said that was the bourbon capital, so that's why that would that would really do uh, me in. You know, in just a few minutes, we're stalling here for a few minutes because. We've really got, I think, uh, and you guys will too, an exciting demo coming up. You know, and we're the, taking requests. If anybody yeah, has anything to suggest, for demos. We're also taking requests for, you know, like Tim did. This is just a kind of an informal survey. Things you would like. To, okay, we'll get to you just a second, Gary. Uh, things you would like to hear on the legend. If there's something. You know, that we're not doing that if it's practical, you know, that we can do um, to to maybe better program the legend. And if there are things that that you would like. So be sure to reach out to us, whether it's on this program, any of our programs, email, all the ways that you can get in touch with us. Let me know. And. We will take that under serious consideration and try to do that. All right, Gary, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead, Gary. Okay, my phone kind of froze. Sorry about that. Um, a couple things. I, I'm actually here to help you stall for time, but uh, to Jerry last night on Sports Lounge Live, you were looking for the Winnipeg affiliate. The name of that station is CJOB on 680 in Winnipeg, which is kind of a mainline talk station, I think, from what I've heard of them a little bit. Uh, but that's the affiliate that you're looking for. 680 is the flagship of that team. Yeah. Okay, 680, that's a good thing. Gary, anything else going on besides you're going to have some wow undercooked bacon or limp bacon? Or... <laughs> you don't want yeah, to be right. undercooked, Gary. You don't, you don't want to get it's tripped into the sauce. No, it'll, it'll be cooked. Fran uh, is a good Fran knows how one of the things she does really well is making bacon. And so, no, it's not raw. It's just not burnt. You know, it's kind of a medium uh, thing, you know. But, uh, yeah, that came last night at the, uh, got it at the, Oh, seven o'clock hour, I think, is when it showed up. Uh, it's, uh, I had no chance to use it yet, so it may happen today. Who knows? Who knows? You may have some bacon. Yeah, yeah. There may be bacon in your future. There could, yeah, could be bacon in my future. Yeah. So anything else going on, Gary? You? Uh... No, not really. Just, uh, you know, hanging out, waiting for the heat to occur, which it'll well, have our usual four, five, six months of heat coming up soon. So. You don't have to worry about that. Down in Naples, I think it's hot 10 or 11 months out of the year. That's <laughs> what it is here. Yeah. yeah well, it's, 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 sporadic e-season is happening for those who do such DXing, but uh, not a lot of open frequency rapid these days. So. No, but I found out once that rolls, those translators go. 
Yeah. You know, you know what I mean? They they go away. They don't they don't stick around at all. Yeah, that's good. Some of them could go away anyway if nobody knows. <laughs> yeah, well, that's true, too. You ever heard these translators, and you're listening to them on the FM dial, and they sound like they're off frequency. They just, they some of them just don't sound good. They're, yeah, ours, all of ours here sound pretty well. Uh, I hear most of them pretty, almost city grade, but uh, they they're maintained pretty well. Have you ever heard them in stereo? Oh yeah, there, yeah, yeah. Ours, I don't claim are that good. They're okay, you know, they're okay, but they're they're not that great. Um, but it's what it is. It's kind of what it is. You're listening to the worldwide legend. And it's just after 10 o'clock, and we're in the middle of the coffee club where we're just um, talking about anything. So, but so, other than that, you're just hanging out, Gary, looking forward to some wow bacon and and all that kind of stuff. So, we're going to solve our echo problem here maybe in just a moment and see what exactly that is. Um, what do you guys think? And Gary, what do you think? Do you ever belong to a service organization? And do you know a lot of blind people that are in service organizations? I I do not. I don't know any blind people in service organizations at this point. I think I knew someone years ago, slightly, who was a lion. Uh, I've had a couple of friends who were sighted who were lying, but uh, uh, nobody's blind. Do you think it's because service organizations are becoming obsolete? They don't matter as much as they used to. People are just more into doing whatever they want to do. Or I think it's several different things. I think that's part of it, and some people may not be aware of those groups. Um, maybe other people don't want to get involved with them. Uh, I think a lot of it's recruitment, too, is people aren't going to places where you find out about them. I mean, if it hadn't been for knowing about having representatives come come to the to school when I was in school, I wouldn't have known that the Lions Clubs had anything to do with leader dog. I never even heard of Lions or knew what they did. Yeah. Yeah. They tend I, to attract they tend to have trouble finding younger people. Younger people don't seem to be interested in, in these particular groups like the Elks and things like that. They they tend to older people and that's what's happening. But and that's what's happening is that the older people are dying off and it's it's killing these organizations. It's kind of happening to ham radio, too, unfortunately. Is it because the older people don't have access to find the younger people and get them interested, or what? I don't think that they that they meet the needs of people who are twenty in the twenty and thirty somethings. That that's part of the problem. And I, and, and with everyone having the computer and everyone cooked to the internet, they don't see that it, it's not as much of a need. Yeah, it's kind of on an as need basis. You know, we'll. If we see a problem in the community, then we'll address it. Otherwise, leave us alone. Or you get a lot of older people who don't want to make changes. And they don't want to get their technology or they don't want to get some things in line with 
might help them spread the word about their organization. They're just not into that. And they've done it this way since 1957, and they don't want to make that change. And that happens with a lot of people. So Yeah, it, it does. And sometimes people will say, I did it this way, so so should you. Right. Uh, it always worked that. this way before. Right. <laughs> you know, we don't want to pay our dues. We don't want to let people pay our dues online. That's the wrong way to do it. Yeah. You we know, got to track them. Right. Yeah. And, of course, we're all the time trying to collect. You know, so this, that, and the other. Well, I guess it's almost time for a demo. Chris and Dave, this demo that you're going to be doing today is something um, that I think is going to be of a use to a lot of people. You've done a lot of these similar type demos on these sealers, but this is something completely new. This one, you can use the bags that your things come in at the store. So you can take a potato chip bag that you've opened, or you can take a bag of fries or tater tots or hush puppies or okra that you've opened, and you can actually reseal it. It's not a vacuum sealer, but you can heat seal it so that your stuff doesn't, either in the case of chips, so that they don't go stale, or in the case of frozen things, so you don't pick them up wrong and spill them all over the freezer. So, not only that, but how much food you're not going to waste now right? with something like this. So, Like if you have bags of popcorn, anything, anything like that, you can put it in this gizmo and you plug it in, push a button, and away it goes. And it, it does a tremendous job. And it has a real physical button that you can push. Yeah. So so you could do it multiple times then? You could if you wanted to. You, you have to cut the seal open because it's a heat seal. So the next time you want into it, you just cut, take some kitchen shears. and or Well, there's actually a cutter in the sealer itself, too. You could use either one and just cut the strip off the bag that is sealed and take what you want out, put it back in the sealer, and reseal it again. That's cool. That's cool. Well, for the next, what, 20, 22 minutes, you're going to hear all... minutes and 19 seconds. You're going to hear all about this, so be sure to tune into this, because I sincerely believe this is something that is going to be useful to a lot, a lot, a lot of people. Hello, everyone. It's time now for another exciting demo. And today, we're going to be able to demonstrate a sealer. It's made by Versa. It's the Versa, Versa handheld sealer. And Chris will be getting into the instruction a little bit, or information about it. Um, <clears throat> this thing is, is really nice because, I mean, there's there are food saver sealers, but they're bigger units. These, this sealer is basically designed to, like if you have a bag of potato chips or a bag of hush puppies or something, and you take some 
some of the stuff out of the bag and you want to reseal the bag and reuse it again and this is especially like for potato chips and candy bags of candy or and stuff, stuff like in that. your freezer which if you don't tie up just right or tie up at all it will spill no matter what you do if you pick it up wrong it's going to spill right so this thing is <clears throat> it's kind of amazing and it's small and it's low price. So you want me to give them some information first about how to yeah. get it? Yeah, Chris, some... go ahead and give the information. This is a thermal handheld compact sealer. It's made by Versa. That's V as in Victor, E-R-S-A. This particular one we got at QVC. It was $43. Its item number is, on QVC, its item number is K51302. That's K51302. You may reach QVC by calling 800-345-1212 or 800-345-1515. You can order it by the item number or you can order it by its name. Uh, they can look up the item number if, if you need them to. And that's really about all there is to know about it. It may be available other places. I actually haven't checked. So if you want to, you can go to Amazon and put in Versa sealer and see what comes up. This does not vacuum seal. Um, we have vacuum sealers, and they're great and wonderful, but they don't take the place of this. Right. And this don't this doesn't take the place of those. Right. This is just a simple way to, um, if you have a bag of candy or maybe even some, I don't know, cake mix or something that might be in a bag. Or cereal that you've opened and maybe you don't have anything to put it in. The nice thing about this, though, for the freezer is if you seal, you can seal regular store bags, which means you get to keep the directions or you get to keep the information that might be on your barcode reader or whatever. You still have that barcode to access. So what you might want to do is uh, to help... Uh, a good bit before you seal it is kind of squeeze very carefully squeeze uh, yeah. the air out of the get, bag and then seal you, it. Get whatever you can out obviously because for one it takes up less room unless it's potato chips and then you might want the air in there to keep them from breaking. Right. <laughs> I always wondered about what, what what the deal was with putting the air in and that's exactly why they do it because mm -hmm. when they're sitting on the shelves and or you have them in a cabinet or something when you get them home and if it didn't have the air in them, they'd be all smashed up. Worse than they already are. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> anyway, um, when you take this thing out of the box, it's rather simple. You have the unit itself, and it's got a, a power cord on the end of it. It's it is electric. Already so attached. It, it's attached to the machine. And it's long. It's a pretty long one. I want to say 31 inches, but don't quote me on that. It is pretty long, though. And when you get it, these crazy things have that little plastic cover over the prongs of the plug that you plug into the wall. You need to pull that off. It doesn't fit in your receptacle. That's probably why. Yeah. Either that or turn it around because I think they are polarized. And, and sometimes it has them on, has it on, and and some some you might get another one that doesn't have that cover. So you want to look for that plastic cover look. on the prongs of the of the plug that you would plug into the wall. Those might be the ones somebody sent back. <laughs> yeah, you never know. Um, okay, so anyway, you have the unit itself. It's 
um, if you lay if you if you lay it crossways, I have it laying crossways. It's long and skinny. And it, it's already out of the box because we've been using it like crazy. So anyway, it's about 14 inches long, going left to right the way I have it setting. And um, on I have it setting if if. Um, if I look at the way I have it turned, if I take my hands all the way to the right on the top of the unit, it's only about an uh, inch and a half, a little more Two than an inch wide, and a half maybe. high. And if I take my hands across the top, left to right, and go clear over to the left, I'm going to find a little switch. It's a slide switch. Well, your cord's on the left, too. I'm t uh, sorry, I, I meant to the right. I'm going left to right. When I get to the right, as far as I, I can go on the top, I'll see this little slide switch. and it's It's got textured lines on it. Yeah, can't miss it. And if you slide the switch towards you, you can take the top half of this unit and lift it up. Well, in fact, it'll spring up pretty much on its own. The whole top half of that unit, other than about the last uh, four, three and three and a half inches on the left, um, th that that is where you're gonna. You, once you have once that top half is lifted up, and you look inside, you've got room for an eight or nine inch bag. Right. That's what we're looking at now, because we're looking at the inside. The, the the lid is hinged up out of the, you know, pretty much out of the way. You have it hinging to back toward the left as though you were turning a page or something. Right. Yeah. And that's where you're going to put your stuff. And Chris will explain a little more about that in just a, uh, a little bit. So I'm going to close that. But, well, while I have this open... This is the bottom half is what I'm looking at, but I'm looking at the top of the bottom half with the with the lid away, you know, to the left, so it's out of the way. And when I put my hands inside, I'm going to find um, a little rig. I'm going from myself towards the back. The top, away from you. Away from me. Uh, okay, so if I start from... Uh, towards me with my fingers inside this unit on the on the, the bottom piece and I'll come to a little ridge goes the whole way the whole length of the unit and then inside the rent um, inside the ridge uh, still going from front to back there's a it's like a little uh, indention it's about uh, Quarter three quarters of an inch wide. There's actually three little ridges. I don't know if you're... Well, well I'm getting to yeah. that. But, uh, and so you have the ridge on the front. Then you have this space in the middle that's about three quarters of an inch wide. Then it comes to another ridge that runs the length of the unit. And then you go past that and you'll find a slot that goes the whole length of the, of the unit. And the idea of the slot is because if I take my, I'm going to go ahead and close the lid, and then I'm going to slide that switch back to the right so that that locks the lid down. That's what that switch does, unlocks it and, un and locks it. So if 
I go to the back of the unit and, and bring my hands over to the left, I'm going to find a lever that slides from left to right. So if you have the lid open and you want to seal a bag, you put the bag in there and you'll, you'll fold the very end of that bag, you fold it down so that it goes, you want to point, you put it down into the slot, the, the, the one that's in the back there, that's the, past the, the second ridge. And you'll put the bag, the end, the very end of the bag in that slot. And then you want to make sure your bags are, are straight. And you can take the cutter, and that's what this slide lever is for on the back, and you slide it to the right till it stops and that cuts the end off of that makes a nice clean cut on the bag so anytime you seal a bag you do have to cut it open because it is a heat seal yeah once it seals it it's sealed and uh, so you do have to you do have to cut it open <coughs> so you just cut as little of the bag off as you can each time which gives you plenty of room to reseal the bag as you use stuff out of it now this unit does get hot uh, on the inside because that's what actually seals, uh, but you can't get burned on it because if you open the lid, the unit shuts off. It has a safety system built into it so that when you, you slide can't. that switch to the left and the lid opens up, that unit is not going to do anything. No matter what you do, you can't do anything with that unit. You can't even start it. You nope. can't. It will not start. Do anything. Now, the only other thing that I wanted to describe before we get to Chris's stuff here is on the top of the unit, take your fingers clear over almost to the left, and the first thing you'll find is a little round dot, and that's a light, which do us much good unless you got a light probe and then on past that going to the left there is one button a real one a real button it's a round button and uh, that's all there is to the unit so what i'm going to do now is give uh uh chris i'm going to slide this unit over to chris is that enough i can reach it from there yeah here, let me give you some cord. That's there we go. Okay. And uh, what, what do you have, Chris? Do you um, have... Hang on just a minute. I'm going to grab it. Um, tell them about the feet on the bottom while I it grab has it out of the freezer. It uh, rubber feet on the bottom of this unit. You can hold it in your hand, but I'll tell you, it's a lot easier if you lay it flat on the table when you put your bag in there. Because to try to hold that and hold the bag, uh, you know... Not so much of a good idea, at least for me anyway. So that's uh, pretty much how uh, how you do this. I have some Rangoons, so the last of a package of Rangoons. All right, my Rangoons. And this bag. Now, the first thing she's going to do is slide that switch. Uh, over, it looks yeah, like you already I did to, open the unit, yes. to to the left, and then the lid hinged up by itself, and then she's putting the bag in. This bag is a little bit wider than the heat 
in the eat area. So I have taken the edges of the bag on the right and the left hand side. And fold them in. And I have folded them in a little bit. So we're going to lay the bag down in the in the heat area. And while I hold the bag there, I'm going to close it. And lock it. And lock it. Slide that switch to the right. Now, there's two. When you press this button, there's two settings. There's high and low. The first time you press the button, you get low. The second time you, you press it, you get high. So if, if, if things are real quiet, you're going to hear me press the button. Now, you're not going to hear the machine do anything, but you'll hear me press the button. One, two. And okay. I'm going to heat seal. And then you just wait about... Uh, 10, 15 seconds. 10 or 15 seconds. So we're going to give it a minute, and then we're going to... I was trying to see if it had a little click when I it's done. But I can't hear it if it does. The recorder may pick up something, but uh, I don't really think it does. So now I'm going to open it. She slides the switch to the left and open and it. we have a nice seal. And that seal that bag. Can I see it? Yeah. And it... <laughs> It just looks like it always was there. Mm-hmm. It's a real tight seal. Absolutely amazing. I love it because I cannot tell you. How did it do on the ends where you folded well, it? Well, I folded it right here. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I so it's, sort of, it's where she folded it. It sort of curves out a little bit, but that's that's yeah. fine. Yeah. It, it sealed it. It sealed it, and, it, and I can't tell you how many things I have filled in the freezer and had to dig down underneath everything and pick out tater tots or pick out push puppies or pick out pot stickers or you know so it's really i really like it for things like that and she's going to put that bag back into the freezer that's how simple it is um and of course you know what when you're finished with it now if she had some excess on that bag because here's here's you know, if you want the um, the bag to um, stick out a little bit farther from the end, you might you might want to stick that out a little past the 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 back of the wherever you close the unit. That's where it's going to seal at. Right. So. So, in you know, fact, on the demo on QVC, he had a big bag of two different things. Like you could have two, say, two steaks in a bag, or two. Um, you could have a bunch of fruit in a bag, and you could. Well, what you would do if there's if there's two steaks in a, ooh, and we'll use steaks for an example because it's easy to work with. So you sort of spread them apart, just, you know, maybe an inch or so. Well, enough apart that you can get the sealer in between them. Right. So then what you're going to do is you you go right in them in between the two uh, stakes. And you can, well, the first thing you do is you seal the, you know, you seal the bag with the stakes in it. And, but then you go, you, you uh, separate the stakes a little bit and reseal right in between those two stakes. You can make portions that So that way you have two portions of steak. And they do, with the sealer, does come a small roll of bags that you can use. We have not used the bags yet, but, but they are... No, we've been using regular bags. They're here somewhere. I don't know where. They're on. 
oh here they are they're about um, seven inches wide the roll is and i don't know how long because it's still taped up but yeah, it, it's just a small roll but you can buy more bags it it, it really it, it's actually fun to use now of course when you're done with it you unplug it make sure if you want to but if you know i know in a lot of cases if if, if we know we're going to be using it again you know we'll leave it plugged in until we're finished with it and then we will unplug it ours hangs i wish they would put a a loop on it or something but ours does we did manage to get it to hang in the snack closet so yeah i put a little hook in there and we just with the cord uh you wrap up the cord with the wire the yeah the tie on the twist tie on the cord and it'll hang from the cord but i do wish they would have put a loop on one end yeah would have been handy It, it it this thing is it's great we got one i don't know maybe it was two years ago or something like that and i think maybe it may have been defective but then they've improved the unit yeah, since then we couldn't get it to work because uh, I, I think they have improved it because this one came with a set of bag a roll of bags and ours didn't and yeah and they've done some work on it it works a lot better actually ours this one has two settings i think the old one only had one now this unit is plastic, so you don't have to worry about electric shocks because you're not anywhere near any electrical. That's all enclosed for you folks that might want to know that. And so you, you won't have any problem. You don't have to worry about getting shocked or for that matter getting burned because that unit cools down once you take your bag out. That unit is already cooled down, and you 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 can't touch it. The bag is just barely warm. So it's it, it's it's pretty amazing how this unit works. Chris, do you want to give the uh, information about the product again? Yeah, this is a Versa handheld thermal sealer. As I said, it's by Versa. That's V-E-R-S-A. Um, we got ours from QVC at the time. It was $43. It came with a roll of bags. The item number for QVC is K51302. You may reach QVC by calling 800-345-1212 or 800-345-1515. Or you may go to QVC.com and put in sealer but if you put in sealer you're going to get all the vacuum sealers too but you can put in the word versa v-e-r-s-a and it should pull it right up in the search so that's how you find it i think you'll like this thing folks because uh the biggest thing that you want to remember when you put the bags in after you flip the switch to the left and and the lid is up Make sure it's not wrinkled where it goes into the sealer. Because, you know, if it's wrinkled, you're not going to get a good seal. So Also, when you close it, make sure you close it straight down. Straight down. Uh, you know, because it... And, then, it, it, and you make sure that this, the uh, switch uh, on the right-hand side on the top is switched to the right. That locks and it. That locks that thing in place. Press your button twice and wait about 10 seconds or so and when you lift the lid it's sealed i've had my ear down there i cannot hear a click so you know yeah 
So it it's all uh, electronic, and I don't know who ever thought of this idea. Did a really nice job. <laughs> I don't know who thought of it. I know who presented it, but I don't know who thought of it. So. Right. So that's how the unit works. If you have any questions, you can always email Bill Sparks at bill at billsparks.org. That's bill at billsparks.org. And he will try to answer the questions for you. And if he doesn't have the answers, he'll get a hold of us and we'll make sure you get your answers. Or if you have a comment or question regarding the Versa handheld compact sealer during this broadcast, you may reach us by calling 646-558-8656. That's 646-558-8656. When you're asked for a meeting ID, enter 848 848- Seven two five four five zero. That's eight four eight seven two five four five zero. Press pound as instructed. When you're asked for a user ID, press pound one more time, and you're in the room with us where you may ask your question or make your comments regarding this product. And we do, as long as things aren't terribly expensive take requests so if you have anything you'd like to see demonstrated or if there's something you'd like to know if it works as long as it's not cost prohibitive we might buy it and tell you well that's all the time we have for this great product stay tuned next week for another another exciting exciting demo. demo well there we go folks very very interesting that's, That's a, a wish come true. I always yeah. wish. I always hope they'd make something like that. Yeah, it's it's fantastic, and it, it it doesn't take up a lot of room. It's small, skinny. You know, it's it's just great. Because there's nothing like trying to gather up French fries or corn or something like that out of the oh. freezer because the bag tipped corn over. Corn is the worst, and peas. What'd you say about uh, yeah. peas? Oh, I can't eat those. those Butter <laughs> beans, yeah. <laughs> or berries or something that runs uh-huh. all over the place. <clears throat> Yeah, and we have some interesting things coming up. So if anybody has any suggestions, we've gotten a couple, and we're going to do them. You'll hear about a Wi-Fi air fryer. You'll hear about zesters. You'll hear about, you might even hear about the bacon and egg thing. The bacon and egg thing. Oh, the God. wild bacon and egg. Man, people can just find ways to screw up eggs. <laughs> oh, my gosh. They can find up ways to screw up eggs. I never screw them up because I have, I buy those Jimmy Dean's uh, croissants or the biscuit sandwiches, and you can't screw those up very easy. No, but for some reason, the sausage on there doesn't, to me, taste like it's done. It's well, kinda it's not very s- well seasoned. I like the Bob, Evan one. Bob Evans ones better. Yeah, they what s- I don't like to be like English muffins, slimy. Chris. When they have the, 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 I always take the English muffins apart when they, if I buy the ones made by Jimmy and toast them, and then I'll, then I'll, I'll heat the English muffin, the, the sausage egg and the eggs separately up in the microwave, and then I'll put on the toasted English muffin because putting an English muffin in the microwave, they get soggy, they taste terrible, and they're but not you, good. One thing you can do is, well, you may not because I don't know if you have one, but after you microwave them a little bit, you can throw them in the air fryer for about a minute or two minutes in a preheated air fryer. I may have to think about getting one. I was thinking about getting one of those air fryer ovens because I don't have a lot of space on my counter. I thought maybe that would serve multi-purposes. So it would serve multi-purposes, but it would take up more room. Well, that's true. But I wouldn't want to do that because, I mean, uh, people might talk. They might, might wonder. They might wonder about me because I always say how I don't like cooking and stuff. So I meant. Well, but if you get the if you get the Amazon one, it can take the place of your of your microwave in your 
and be an oven too. See, so then you could have one appliance that can do three this or four true. things. This Tim, is true. Go ahead. Say something. I was going to say, and don't worry, Jeff. They wonder about you anyway. Well, but. I know that. That's, that's <laughs> that, I, I get that. Believe me, I. You know. Uh, you know, like I, I was talking to my brother-in-law yesterday, and he said something about. I said something about sports. He says, about I thought you don't know. I mean, you know more than you think you know about sports. I said, No, I really don't. I just happen to listen to the radio and get the news. So you know. But, uh, I mentioned that uh, if you want to learn how to fry your wife, I think, I, I, I think Jeff's a closet sports fan. To, yeah. to fry what, Tim? To fry your Wi-Fi, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Do we have uh, any emails, Tim? Anybody? Not yet. As far as I know, let me make sure here. No, I haven't gotten any. Chris, did you think about buying that? Uh, they had this thing last week on QVC. I didn't listen to the whole show, but they had this turntable that you could put in your cabinets. Have you thought about uh, that? We have one of those, actually. They had it on a while back. It's okay. I'm. It really doesn't fit as well as they imply. Um, it's just all right. I don't really care for it. It wasn't that much. It's not worth sending back. It's not worth paying the shipping. Uh, might that one might find its way to another home. <laughs> what well, well, lazy I'm reason not... for your cabinet? Well, it's too tall. Even you only get one shelf if you use it for spice cabinets. You really can't get two shelves of spices in there, which is what I wanted it for. But I found some little turntables at Amazon. They're also only one tier, but I've got room for two of them in there, and they work really well. They were talking about putting them in your in your refrigerator. So, like, for example, I don't, I don't, I, I don't know anyone who does that, but that's something that I guess that they well, were talking. You about. could do it, but they take up a lot of room. Yeah, it will take. Yeah, hey, half since of we your just refrigerator space. Yeah, since we're just free flowing here, I got a workflow question for you guys for Ira. Yesterday, I was able to get my document printed out and signed. How can I have Ira either take a picture? How can they help me do that and then make it into an email? They can take a picture of it and say, tell them to save it as a PDF and send it to you as an attachment. Right. Right. That'll work. That's right. Because if you don't save it as a PDF, it won't pick up the signature. So tell, tell them to be sure and save it as a, scan it as a PDF. So they'll take a picture. And they'll take a picture and send it to you as an email attachment, as a PDF. And then mm-hmm. you can take that attachment and send it to whoever you want to. The easiest save it on way your computer is... And then you can send it to whoever you want to. Yeah, to save it. That's what I was going to say. The easiest way is to save it first. And then just attach it to an email. It works. It's, uh, Chris just, sold her house by doing something similar to that. Just, using. just be sure you have them send it to your email and not your text number because it's easy yeah. to have the email. Yeah. You had a house in Little Rock, Chris? Oh, yeah. I've decided That's what I, I did when I did that uh, form for that transportation company. Yep, it so works. I could send it to them in an email. Yeah, so that I can get that paper signed and signed away and signed in and do whatever the case may be uh, to get that signed. There's a lot of little things they can help you do, uh, little bitty things to. If you get somebody good on the computer, sometimes they have somebody that has a hard time doing it. I'll probably have to line them up with Zoom. Not Zoom, but, um, oh, you know what I'm talking about. 
No. They no. Should. no, you don't need team viewer or anything to no. do it. They just need your phone in the document because they can use your phone and take a picture of it. They'll tell you when they can see it all. Yeah. Boy, that is handy, though, sometimes to use them to take over your computer and do something that you can't do. Well, that there's an you accessibility know, challenge. I had a really good experience a while back. It's probably about a year or so ago. I bought a mixer. And, um, you radio guys know what I'm talking about, a, a mixer for broadcasting. And... It had a million controls on it, it seemed like. Sliders and knobs and buttons. and. I think there were 703. <laughs> I don't know how many there were. So I called Ira, and I asked him. I, I was interested in a couple buttons that I wanted to know. Wanted to know and I, I thought I knew what the rest of them were. Well, I thought I did. Boy, was I wrong, because the guy said, well... I can see the whole board. Would you like me to explain it to you? And I'm thinking, whoa. And happened to be, you know, he was he was pretty good with audio. And he described every single button on that mixer. Buttons, knobs, uh, jacks, the whole thing. Did he pull up the manual on, on the computer? I mean, he wasn't looking at your mixer board, was he? Yeah, he was looking at my mixer board. But we have had him pull up manuals. Yeah. And email them to us. Links. Yeah. They're good at it. They can, they'll, they'll go online and pull up a manual for you, and if you want, they'll read it to you or anything you want it to do, them to do, they'll, they'll do it. So that's, that's really helpful, <coughs> that service they can provide for you to, get you to get you all squared away because sometimes you just don't know. So did you memorize all of that, or how did you keep all that in your mind, Dave? Well... I recorded it, and I told him that I was going to record it. He said he didn't care. And and then, you know, now I've got them pretty much memorized. I've got most of them. Some of them I don't even use. But Well, a new device, they've got this new Zoom recorder that you can get a special jack, and you can record your phone calls on the iPhone directly. So if you needed something like that done, that's kind of cool. Um, so that, you know, you can make a true recording of, you know, what you're trying to do. The the worst thing, I think, this is a pet peeve of mine, and I know people can't help it, but I've seen more people take these little digital recorders and they'll record notes or they'll record whatever, and they're sitting there, Looking 10 or 15 minutes for a phone number, trying to scrub back and forth, rewind, whatever. Have you ever seen that, Jennifer, where they... Uh, oh, yes. I, there was a lady that called the store once, and she just moved. And I was kind of suspicious because, well, I was afraid to take her stuff because she, she was using a recorder to tell me her address. Right, but she had to keep going back through, and to me, it seems to be an antiquated way of taking notes, but I guess we all do what we can, and that seems to be a rather slow way to take notes. Jeff, how do you take notes, or you want to get a phone number or something like that? 
sometimes, and I don't, I try to memorize them all the time, but sometimes that's always, not always possible. What I used to do, uh, what I do on the iPhone is they have to think of voice memos, and I put it on, I put it there, and I title the memo when I'm done with it. But I don't have to, I don't really take phone numbers down too much. A lot of times I'll say if someone gives, someone's on the call me on the iPhone, I'll, I'll get the, the iPhone number from them, and I'll put it in my contacts, and I'll label it and take care of it that way. Um, yesterday, for example, a friend of mine wanted to know about a knee walker because she had problems with her. She's going to have foot surgery, and I didn't know anything about it, but I knew someone who did, and I, I, you know, I texted uh, that the person up the phone number of someone who could help them. So that, you know, that's what I did. But I don't know. I don't seem to ever have to take phone numbers down too much anymore, really. But uh, it does come in handy sometimes. Uh, um, and also, a lot of times I'm on the computer. I'll put it on the computer. I'll put it into a document as well. So. Oh, I hear a microwave. Yeah, I hear somebody's microwave. Or I thought I no, did. It's a phone. Oh, maybe it's a phone. Is your phone what? dying? My phone died, so I had to go in the office and get the other phone. Uh-oh. So it could have been the Braille printer running or something that you heard when I walked by it. Do you have any projects going on, Jennifer, these days? Or no, I'm kind of in, in between projects right now. Well, I thought I was going to tell you you could pay my utility bills, but you don't pay them. You you braille them. So <laughs> no, I just braille them. I'm just the messenger. I'm going to have to get new batteries for this phone. I won't even last two some, hours. I'll have to get you some rechargeable AAA batteries. Hey, I found something interesting at my bank with the uh, with the with the uh, automated teller machine that you can you know talks. You can actually tell it what, dom- what by default that gives you all twenties, but you can actually tell it if you want different denominations. That's something that I've never seen before on these bank machines. But that but Citizens does Citizens Bank will, will let you do that, and it's in, it's it's uh, dug into the menus, but you can do it. Well, if we had your money, Jeff, we'd have to burn ours. <laughs> Believe me, I don't have that much money, but sometimes it's. I don't. I've been using. I haven't been using cash as much lately, and a lot of people are a little leery about taking cash sometimes these days. So, um, but I don't like to use the debit card like a credit card because if something happens, it's always a little harder to get the money back from your bank. But I have, you know. But I didn't. I noticed that with Citizens, and they have a whole new machine, so I had to learn how to use it. It wasn't that difficult to learn, and it had a tutorial in English and Spanish and the whole bit. So. Yeah, um, trouble is with bank machines, they're used sometimes in the lobby, but sometimes they're not the most convenient to get to. But then again, if you don't go to that bank machine, they charge you a lot of money at um, some other bank machines to use that bank's bank machine. That's true. That's true. And also, a lot of the banks will partner with other companies. Like, for example, if I can't get the Citizens Bank, but, I've, but I know that there's a Cumberland Farms near me. That's one of those mini marts like uh, 7-Eleven. Um, I can use the bank machine there, and I do not get charged the service charge. So it all depends on what your bank has an arrangement with. And are the bank machines accessible there? Yes, they are. They're accessible at Cumberland Farms. And, and you have a pair of headsets or I always carry a pair of earbuds in my in my back pocket, in my left hand back pocket. So they're always with me at all times in case I need to use them. Now yeah. we know where they are and we can use them. That's right, you can. Uh, you can yeah. That's only if you can find me, Dave. <laughs> now you can become a pickpocket and get them. That's yeah. right. That's right. But they're they're good to have, you know, when you when you go out places, you know, something that, that's always scared me, and this happened with Jackie, um, 
somebody that she didn't hardly know was using her bank card to make a withdrawal so she could help pay for something. When you give up your debit card or credit card or whatever, that thing is open game. If if Jeff gives his credit card to a certain <laughs> person, <laughs> a certain person, it's wide open for her uh, because she has control of that credit card, and the bank is not going to fall down on your side if somebody takes out more money than they're supposed to. If One you, thing I make a habit of doing, Bill, is, you know, when you have those bank cards to get money out of your bank account, there's a PIN number. And I change that every so often. And I well, think it's yeah. a good idea to do that. But I'm saying for convenience, you say, all right, blank, take my thing through the card. You know, the kids need something or my daughter needs something or whatever. And that's a wide open. She has a wide open shot to the goal. Oh, yeah. That, you got to be careful. I make sure that that doesn't happen. That You really do have to be careful with that yeah, kind I mean, of stuff. I they, mean, they, the bank says you knowingly gave it to them. You're, oh. you're out of luck. Um, so if you can do those things the best you can for yourself or something, you're just out of luck. And... You know, it's so like. Do the bank machines? Do they have regular earphones in any place by them, or would you have to use earbuds? Because like, all the ones that I've seen, yeah, all the ones that I've seen, Jennifer, uh, you have to provide your own. I'm not, I'm not saying that there are those that don't, but I, I, I've never seen them any other way. But that, but there may be people who can call in. That's what I've them. seen, Jeff. They never uh, have them with. And them. I don't know that I want to touch headphone ear earbuds that someone else has been using. I don't think I want to put them in my ears. I mean, that's the. Uh, that's just from, that's something about me, you know. But uh, I've never seen him any other way, Jennifer. But I guess the most important thing is, if you can keep that card under your possession as much as possible, and I know it may be a daunting thing for you to learn to do, but you know, sometimes it's not always. Especially during the pandemic, it always wasn't possible to go into a bank, you know, at some point in time. Chris and Dave, how do you solve that problem if you... We don't use that much cash. We go by the bank once or twice a year and pull out some money, whatever, and we just don't use that much cash anymore. Yesterday, when I ordered from Hungry Howie's, it wasn't through DoorDash or anything, so I gave them my online credit card that, on the phone, that I just keep a little bit of money in that account, so. Um, Yeah, I don't, I don't, as a matter of fact, I know the place that I order from locally, they will take cash, but they would really rather you use the credit card. They really don't want to have to ha- have their people handle cash right now. But uh, but then again, you know, do you have businesses who don't want to take a credit card? They want you to pay cash because they don't want to pay that percentage. That's true. But we, I haven't seen too. Many, I have not seen too many around here. But you're right. There are businesses that don't like. Or I've seen a, a merchant. He says, "Well, my bank charges me more to." put this money into my account so you're going to have to pay that fee too so it's probably best to avoid that particular person to get your work done that's true we have a 414 
three. I'm, I'm, yeah, gonna, I'm not going to get the phone number out, but I think it might be Dick if I'm not mistaken. And if you can unmute yourself, please, and we'll talk to you. Hello, everybody. How's how's Broderick Crawford doing, Dick? No, I'm just kidding. Uh, I'm just kidding. Ten for you, good buddy. Oh, okay. <laughs> a couple of things. You know, uh, first of all, for Bill in Chicago, if he hits um, Windows D, you should take him to the desktop. And um, for Bill, the other Bill, Mr. Sparks, I had the same kind of problem uh, with my when I did a down. I think it was an update for the uh, Jaws, and um, I called Freedom Scientific, and they did fix it. They, they had to do a repair. I couldn't get any speech either. It was pretty weird, but they did fix it. Yeah, uh, I've, I've done the repair, but it didn't. It only temporarily fixes the problem. So hmm. we don't know. We'll see here today. I'm usually pride myself, but I'm not af- afraid or ashamed to give them a call. Yeah. You know? Oh, another thing, too, you know, we're living in your townhouse and those homeowners associations. I first house was one of those. And uh, I thought the outside repair was their responsibility, not yours. Well, might want to look at the contract on it, look at the, the uh, rules, and get a lawyer to look at them, because I think that's pretty tacky. They're trying to stick you with a bill for something like that. They yeah, all have I'd, different rules. Yeah, this is true. I think I'd sell that and be seen for a bill, if it were me. Yeah, some condos say that you're responsible for everything on the inside of the condo, but like on the lawn and the outside of the condo, they're responsible for But you got to look at that stuff. you got to read the fine print. You really do. Uh, another thing, too, about the, what they want to have a meeting about, what we had in our uh, condo, what people were, and I said, I think having an idea, a rule that says you cannot buy or sell your house uh, or uh, you know, rent it to somebody because uh, people were buying these things and speculating. And what we ended up having, we had rock musicians next door to us, and uh, you could hear their thud, thud, thud against the common wall. So I, I tell you, I would never get any one of those again. Uh, I'll take a single-family home anytime. You know, Dick, why I would never buy a, a, con, a thing with the Homeowners Association because I'm a ham radio operator, and if I want to put antennas on the roof, I don't want the Homeowners Association telling me I can't put antennas on my roof. Well, sense. I don't think it's fair if these homeowners associations, if you have a single-dwelling house that think they can tell you how you can keep your lawn, whether you can have a fence, and they don't take care of anything, they just want to boss you around. Well, you're supposed to have, they're supposed to have uh, so some companies will mow the lawns and that, but I always thought it was kind of half-baked. And they would, they would change um, uh, companies every couple of years because the service wasn't very good. <laughs> it's not a good idea to do that. Well, like in here where they... They make you go into an agreement where you sign to put up a fence, and then all of a sudden, after you've got the contract signed, everything, then they say, well, we're not going to allow any more fences. You can't have any more fences in here, blah, blah, blah. And you've got your next-door neighbor, two neighbors, three neighbors having fences. I don't think they should be able to have it both ways, especially if they signed a contract. Had you sign a contract that you would build a fence? I'll bet they wouldn't even let you grow corn. They, you uh, get, on the board, no. get on the board, you guys. Get on the home. That's, <laughs> that, that's a... you stop that stuff. Oh, here's the other one that was big back in the '80s when I when I knew people who had the. You can't put up a satellite dish. Well, they don't seem to care about that, but uh, I mean, not the ones, not the small ones, like that go on your top of your house or whatever. 
you know, one more thing talking about the like using the bank. Uh, I will not do that. I'm. I don't want somebody coming uh, behind me with a gun, putting a gun to my head and telling me to take all my money out. So I'm, uh, I'm real leery about doing that. I'll just take out cash and I, I live on the allowance for the week. And if I run out before the next check, check, too bad. So I, I make sure I don't run out. But that's just me. Well, everybody does it differently, and oh yeah, you know, and I understand that. Um, what works, you know, best for them. Yeah, you grow up in Chicago. You know, you're a little bit paranoid about those things. Well, yeah. <laughs> Do you still know your way around the Chicago like you did? Oh, sure. Oh, yeah. You don't forget that stuff. I we've been there in a while. I, unfortunately, there's more crime there now. And in fact, you know, in, in, in the when we lived there, basically the the crimes were in the bad areas. That, that if you grew up there, you knew where not to go. But now, I mean, my God, they they've they had shootings and they had at the east of Chicago, uh, and that's kind of scary. Um, but hey, we spent our weekend up at the camper anyway. Oh, hey, uh, Chris and Dave, uh, Dave, you got a shotgun or something I can borrow? We have a serious raccoon problem at our campground. They got into our trailer and did some serious damage. Uh, <laughs> broke. We don't have water. <laughs> we we don't have. Uh, they the raccoons chewed up our our water pipe. Uh, the PCP, or, uh, not PCP, no, that's that drug. Uh, you know the kind of pipe, pipe I'm talking about. Uh, and <laughs> so I am the res- in resident water boy um, for the last few weeks um, to get uh, water to the camper. But happily, we have a second spigot, so it's not that difficult to do. Yeah, boy, but, I'll tell uh, you, you've got to watch those raccoons. Boy, they oh, come. I tell you. So are you going to get it fixed? Oh, oh yeah. In fact, I've got a guy coming out uh, Friday. Um, he says he can fix it. Um, we had... Um, we we got the raccoons out. They well, I didn't do it, but we five hundred dollars later, um, uh, the service came in. They put some chemicals down that said that the female is not going to like it, and the no other raccoons want to come in there. And uh, happily, they're gone. But oh, it, it, it was terrible. And you don't want them dying in there either because they they stink. Oh, it's horrible. Oh yeah, that's I bad know. stuff. Well, Ooh. we have we have a corn on the cob recipe that you don't even need water for. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, that's good. Um, what was I very for, Dave? Um, hey, have you heard anything? Um, Dave, you might, you're pretty tough. Uh, you know this stuff. Um, people are telling me that you can buy these flashing lights that will keep raccoons away. That that doesn't sound uh, right to me. I, I find yeah, they do make them. I would question how good they are, though. Yeah, really. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Always something to Dick. rip you off. Hey, take care of everybody. All right, uh, we better crack in this recipe and sign it off. Corn whiskey. It's no. pretty simple. And I chose it's summer, so we want to do some corn on the cob in the slow cooker. And all you need, well, you can do it with foil or without. They don't recommend using the husks, not in the slow cooker, because they say they get soggy. So what you do is... You take some, you can either tear your own, make them about a foot square, or you can buy the pre-cut sheets of aluminum foil, and you you can pile them in there without the aluminum foil, but I like them with. So you lay one cob of corn on each, in the middle of each sheet, and you put your butter pats or salt and pepper or whatever you want on there on the top of the corn. You bring your sides up. You have your corn laying from right to left, and you bring the side closest to you up and the side furthest away from you up till the edges meet, and you roll them down till they're flat against the cob. 
and then you fold your ends over to make a seal and you just lay them in the slow cooker you just layer them ever how they'll fit and if you in most slow cookers if you do four to six ears it takes two hours on low or three hours on or four hours i mean on high if you do eight to ten ears it takes about three hours on low and about six hours or three hours on high i mean and about six hours on low and anyway when i post the recipe You'll have all that plus plus some notes if you want to use them. But it works really well. And then people just come by if you're having an event, which we've done it for events. People just come by, grab their own ear of corn out of the slow cooker, and they're good to go. The corn falls right off the cob as you're eating it. Oh, it's mm. so good. So very, very good. Very, very good. Well, it looks like we've come to an end of another coffee club. Pretty soon, you're going to have more ways to listen to the coffee club, but we'll talk about that later. We better do it before we talk about it, but we're working on that, so stay tuned. You guys have a good week. Thank you, panel. Thank you, callers, listeners, and happy corn on the cob. So we'll switch over here and and hit a spot. All right. Right. All right. Bye-bye. Good luck, Tim.